Life is precious, and we all have the opportunity of living it to the fullest. Unfortunately, so few of us know how to manage it all. How do we account for our opportunities? How do we account for our time? How do we account for our relationships, health, spirituality, homes, finances, influence, and careers? How do we account for the one life we have to live? I am so glad you asked. In this program, you will find answers to all of these questions and more. Welcome to the Account for Your Life podcast with your host, the healthy accountant himself, Jay Moore. Happy Saturday. I want to welcome you back to another episode of the Account for Your Life podcast. And today, tough decisions. Tough decisions leaders have to make. Tough decisions leaders must make. We're going to look at the scripture of of some interesting decisions that one of the kings, uh, ancient kings, did in his lifetime. I'm sure he made a lot, but we're going to just talk about one, one or two. And so just kind of fiddling through this morning, just, just like I am right now. I got a notebook next to me, fiddling through the Bible and just kind of, you know, ran upon a story that I'd read several times. I heard some, I, I have heard a couple of pastors preach on it. Um, and I just kind of read through it a couple of times and was like, you know, leaders have to do some interesting things when it comes to making decisions. You know, presidents and, you know, folks that lead companies have to make interesting decisions. If you're, you know, if you're an individual, one one of the things that I heard somebody, you know, the, the father of personal development say, um, Mr. Jim Brown, he says, decisions that's one of the toughest things that people, you know, are going to have to face in their life. Like when we make decisions, then we give ourselves an opportunity to be, you know, as successful as we would like. So in Samuel, I'm not going to actually read the story because it's, it's a lot of verses, um, but in Samuel chapter nine, I believe, second Samuel chapter nine, that starts out and it's talking about Saul, Saul, well, not Saul, David. David recently took the throne and David's like, hey, is there anybody left from Saul's family? And here's what's interesting, because when you read through this now, the crazy thing about the Bible, you never know if it's in chronological order. So you don't even know if, if, if you know, if this is right. But. The way that they have it written, it looks like one thing happens after the other. So this first thing, he says, is there anyone left from Saul's family? Saul, you know who Saul is. Saul was the, the chosen one, the king before David. Saul and his son Jonathan were slain in battle. And so David's like, well, you know what? For the sake of Jonathan, he says, Jonathan, I don't care too much about Saul, but, you know, Jonathan's my guy. So where are the, are there any family left and then there was a servant there's like that that someone said that hey i think there's a servant that knows something and so the servant comes and the servant says hey i know that um jonathan had a son this is interesting how how now now just work with me here dave david didn't know jonathan had a son why wouldn't david know that jonathan had a son it's almost like he's playing games here but but no matter what Maybe he's just trying to see who's going to be truthful because they're trying to figure out if he's probably going to kill some people. Um, and that's for another story. So here it is. Jonathan has a son that apparently David doesn't know about. And apparently this son is lame in both feet. And, and the son's name is Mephizabeth or something. 
Mephizabeth or something like that. It's like, all right, he's going to give, I'm going to give you Mephizabeth. I'm going to go ahead and take care of you so that, so that your family is fine. And then he gave him land, gave him crops, gave him some servants and bam, Mephizabeth is doing great. This is, you know, he, you know, you know, I guess David's feeling good. He, Hey, I'm doing something good for Saul's family. Right. Um, but then, Check this out. I think in 2 Samuel chapter 21, maybe somewhere around there, um, another story shows up and it's like all of a sudden there's been a famine. There's been a famine in Israel. It's like, what happened? And so David's praying. He's like, Lord, wouldn't it, why are we having this famine, famine for three years? Well, it's like, well, it's because of Saul, man. You know, Saul did some crazy stuff, man. And so this is the result. Stop here real quick. Because let's think about decisions. The decisions we make today could affect, literally could affect generations to come. Like decisions we make. There could be, David took over the throne, but his predecessor, his predecessor caused issues that's now affecting David. That's now affecting the land. That's now affecting the people. So it's kind of like, hey, if you're in business, if you're someone who's looking to take over a territory, you're looking to take over an industry. Look, that's what I'm looking to do. Then there may be somebody that we, we got to take somebody down. And when we take somebody down, then what mistakes did they make? Are we going to know what mistakes they made? We may not know what mistakes they made. That could potentially hurt us. And so here's here's David in a three-year famine, asked the Lord, finally, look, after three years, he finally asked the Lord, Lord, okay, what's going on? Well, it's like, okay, well, finally you ask. And it's because of Saul. Saul had so much blood on his hands that this is just a result of it. Now, in the first part of the story, what happened? David's asking, hey, is there any descendants of Saul left? And apparently only there's only one descendant, descendant that's talked about. All of a sudden, he finds out that there's more descendants that just so happen to be seven. But before we get to that, he's taught he had to go to the people because the Lord told him, he says, the Gibeonites, you know, Saul slain the Gibeonites. And, you know, it, you know, it was a bad thing. And so there was bad decision that one leader made that's now affecting this other leader who's in charge. We're, I think we're in Sam, 2 Samuel chapter 21, where the Gibeonites are now talking to David. David's like, hey, man, is there anything we can do? And the Gibeonites, well, look, man, I mean, you, you know, you know, you hooked us up and, you know, you're not taking us over. But if they're like, well, you know, I mean, if, you know, if the Lord would, you know, if you would just give us, give us seven, give us some of Saul's descendants so we can kill him. Right. So we can kill him and then just put him out there and, you know, put him put him in a town square. So all of a sudden, David finds more descendants of Saul, which I find it to be so odd, because in chapter nine, there was there was only one Mephizabeth. But then he says, then he find out there's more descendants. And there it was. David has to make a decision. Check this out. He has to make a decision to kill some folk. But here's the thing. The seven, the seven the seven descendants, grandchildren, whatever, of Saul, they had to take them. Like, this is messed up. Imagine, maybe he had to put them on notice that, hey, I don't know if, you know, if you guys are going to last, but for right now, but here it is. He take them and they get killed. What's the moral of the story? Leaders do make tough decisions, but here's the thing. 
no matter where you are looking to grow in your life, there's going to be a decision. There may be a decision somebody else made before you that's a fact that that potentially could cause a famine. That potentially could cause major issues in your ministry, your business, your family, whatever it is. You know, when I think about this and I think about one day that I think it was like 2020, I'm out running. I'm out running. And it was I think it was during COVID. I'm out running and I'm getting some downloads because for some reason, man, when I go when I go outside, you you can't help but get connected. I'm out there, and the Lord told me some things. He told me some things about some things that were strongholds in my family. I was like, oh my goodness, wow. And here's the thing, man. If if you don't break the stronghold, he says, if you don't, if you don't break the stronghold, then that's gonna affect your kids and that's gonna affect their kids. So when we're talking about being a leader of our family, talk about being a leader of a church, we're talking about being a leader of business or a leader of anything, then there's going to be some tough decisions made. I mean, these decisions could potentially cause somebody, cause somebody their life. But here's the thing. It just depends. Like in this particular case, David in chapter, 20, I think, 21 of 2 Samuel, in order to get this famine cured, he had to go into the lineage of Saul because Saul was the one who did the bad things. He had to go into the lineage of Saul and somebody had to, somebody's life was slain. Why? Because someone before them, someone before them made bad decisions. So what are we going to take away today? And the Bible has a lot of stories about some crazy stuff. <laughs> Number one. Two, uh, what else can we take away? Look, whatever, whatever I'm doing today, I have to be very cognizant of the decisions I make. You know, maybe you have to do the same thing. You know, you have to be very cognizant of the decisions that you're making because, you know, it's kind of like, hey, what I decide to do today. Hey, what if I what if I quit doing a podcast? And I remember um, my son, Jared, he used to edit my videos for me. And this is back when I was just kind of just a freelancer, man. You know, all my videos was like 20, 30, sometimes 40 minutes. And he was like, man, these videos are long. And so I told him recently, I was like, yeah, well, the videos are typically around, you know, anywhere from like 12 to 15 minutes, 16 minutes. He was like, dad, they used to be so long. I was like, yeah, well, you know, I'm growing. You know, I'm, getting, I, I, I'm able to tell the stories a little bit faster. So what's the moral? What if I'd quit? What, what if I... What if I quit something that could potentially help my family? And then 20 years later, you know, they're down the line trying to figure out, well, why are we having such a problem? Well, they pray and they find out. God says, well, it's because daddy did it. Daddy messed up. And you're going to have to do something about it. So when we make decisions today, when I make decisions today, you know, all the decisions that come up, the decisions to read the word of God, right? The decisions to read the books, the decisions to go forward in new opportunities, the decisions to, you know, to do hard things, the decisions to, you know, to show up in things that, you know, seem, wow, should I be doing this? You know, decisions to keep going to the gym, right? The decisions to, you know, to decide to be rich. Like, yeah, I decided that. But here's the thing. It's not just being rich for the sake of being rich. It's for the sake of my family's life, right? I, I don't want the same thing to happen to my family. I've seen, I've seen the pillage in the family because, you know, people didn't like really aspire. Everyone aspired for the lowest level. It's a tough decision, right? 
that's a tough one. That's hard because if no one's doing it, that means you've got to come out of the norm. What do we have to come out of the norm? Today is today is Saturday. This is the day of rest, you know, the day where you can refresh yourself, remember, you know, what God has done, remember, you know, how God created the heavens and the earth. And what did God say about himself? He said that he's creative and then he showed us. Then what did he say about us? He says that, hey, you are created in my image, which means that we're creative, which means that our decision today, the decision I continue to make today on this day of rest is that I will be the creator that my heavenly father said I would be with him creating the things that he wants to bring into the world. So guys, I appreciate you for joining me for this episode of the Account for Life podcast. Use today as a day to get back into whatever it is that God has called you into so that you can understand and know where God is taking you and your family so that decisions you make will have a lasting effect in a positive way in everything you do. God bless. I'll see you on the next episode. Peace. Thanks for joining us, listening friends. We are so glad you invested this time with us. Always remember, you only have one life to live, so live it to the fullest. This has been the Account for Your Life podcast with your host, the healthy accountant himself, Jay Moore. Until next time, make it a great day.